Sinus X minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Superdust World Relaunch! of a podcast mean you deserve new intro music? I think it does. Wow. That was some introduction if I may say so myself. You're listening to Zubida of Zubida's World. It's been quite some time since we last came and talked to you. And by we, I mean me and any other person that I drag on here unwittingly or knowingly. I've missed you. I'm sure they've missed you. I don't know if you're listening because you know me personally or you just found me randomly out there in the world whether you've listened to me previously or you're a brand new listener, doesn't matter. I love all of you anyway. I think you're going to be really excited about what I have in store for you, not only this episode, but in future episodes. The Zubita's World relaunch is pretty epic. We've got lots of new things. It's a whole brand new world, and I'm excited to talk to you about all of them. world. This is going to be one of my recurring segments that will come up here in which I talk about how they're colliding worlds, the outside world with my little insular Zubida's world, which is its own special place. It would be remiss of me not to acknowledge the fact that, let's face it, what is colliding with all of our universes right now? Um, COVID-19, hello. Yeah, I know, right? You don't want to hear anything about it. Frankly, I don't want to hear anything about it, but it is a reality. It's out there and we've all adjusted. But some of the things or ways that it's impacted me is obviously I've been spending quite a lot more time at home, as many of you listeners have as well. And what has that meant for me? Well, it's meant that I've really done a deep dive into some hobbies and things, which in part is why this podcast has been relaunched or able to be. And if you're wondering to yourself, As a previous listener, man, this sounds far better than it used to. That old crap uh, really was, as I always called it, amateur hour. Well, we might still have uh, an amateur 
theme going in that, well, it's hello, me, and I'm not a professional. Man, these days in Zubida's world, it sure doesn't look like it. If you were sitting where I was sitting, and let me tell you what you see and why this sounds so much better. These days, I don't record the podcast like I used to. In the olden days, <laughs> and by the olden days, I mean 2016 through 2018, when my previous episodes were released. In the olden days, and those were air quotes you just heard, when I recorded my podcast, I used, uh, yeah, two things. I used my laptop, which is a MacBook Air, and I used a little Lexar USB thumb drive that I plugged in to store some files. The microphone was the one on the computer. Well, there explains why things were so shitty and terrible. Um, oh, I did have a Zoom recorder, so I could go out there in the world and record some things and then put the SD card in and grab some audio off of it. Um, if I talk to people, it's because I had my phone on speaker and it was sitting on my computer so you could hear it. So it's really all starting to come together for you on why things sounded so terrible. Um, but right now, you would be amazed. Frankly, I'm kind of amazed. Number one, same old computer. All right, it's there because I've been shitting money other places. So um, a new laptop can just wait. This one's doing just fine. But number one, microphone. Hello. It's a real microphone and it's got a pop screen in front of it. And it's got a cool boom arm that I can move around. Um, yeah. And you're wondering, what in the hell are you plugging this microphone into? Well, I'm glad you asked. That would be my Soundcraft Notepad 12X sound mixing board um, that I can only pretend to understand how to work. I'm learning. And I also have an Arturia Mini Lab uh, keyboard MIDI device thing. Um, it was what I used, that was what I used to actually craft my new intro music. Um, I have an iRig too, which isn't actually currently in use because as it turns out, I need one more chord, uh, which <laughs> I'd like to talk about more in a second. But the minute I have that, hello, I'm going to be able to hook up my phone into my sound mixing board into blah, blah, blah. And like the professionals do, I'll be able to call and interview people on the phone and it won't sound uh, shitty like it used to. That's right. And to uh, put everything up in a nice little bow, I've got this cool light thing that like you turn it on and it flashes on air. And on the other side, it says applause. I turn it that way to make myself feel better sometimes. Um, but I like the on air part of it. It really gives it this measure of, yeah, that's right. It's Zubita's World Studio. And, you know, we mean business here. But it has been a rocky road because every time I'd order a piece or get a piece, like none of this crap comes with instructions, man. So I've been out there like on YouTube videos and answer boards and everything. And it's kind of become an ongoing joke. Every time somebody says, so have you made a new podcast yet? No, I still need a cord. I need a one quarter inch TRS to one quarter inch TRS. That's the cord I currently need uh, to make the iRig work. Maybe another chord too. I don't know. But anyway, my point is, is it took me like a month and a half to figure out how to hook all this stuff up. Like there needs to be a class or something, man. I don't know. But I've done it. I'm here. And I'm kind of a big deal now. I mean, I look for reels. Uh, you would be impressed. But 
I mean, be impressed now, but like I said, during it, there were many late nights and times in which I just was pulling out my hair and going, dear God. Actually, you know what I kind of felt like? Here's what it kind of felt like. You're going to like this little clip right here. Let's see what it looked like oftentimes as I was trying to get the new Zubuda's world set up. Okay, Houston, we've had a problem here. This is Houston, say again, please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. We've had a main beam bus undervolt. Roger, main beam undervolt. Okay, stand by, 13, we're looking at it. That was indeed the actual recording from Apollo 11 when they contacted Mission Control to let them know that they had a problem. Um, and, and, of course, I'm sorry, not Apollo 11, Apollo 13. You've all seen the movie with Tom Hanks, I'm sure. It's a fantastic movie. Kevin Bacon as well. Many other fine, fine people in there. But I'm not here to talk about the movie Apollo 13. I just merely got that clip. NASA's pretty awesome. If you've never gone and looked, they have all kinds of wonderful audio clips and pictures and things. They're all public domain. Um, you can get the NASA clip, actually. A lot of the NASA audio clips from Soundcraft. And that's indeed where I downloaded this one from. Really, really amazing and wonderful. If you're any kind of space nut whatsoever or into that kind of thing. But... In this particular case, um, I just thought it was very fitting um, because that's really what I felt like sometimes, except I didn't have a mission control to contact. But that my problems were so mysterious. I was like, yes, I have a main bus be under volt problem, blah, blah, whatever. I don't know. All I know was is it's kind of a miracle that I got it all operating. Um, it's definitely um, something new to me and a little proud of myself that I got it all together. And so now, here we are. So, what else has been going on in Zubida's world? Um, dun, 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 dun. That brings us to another kind of segment that I want to start introducing you to, which is whatever dream or madcap scheme I have going at the time. I think they're all madcap schemes. Um, yeah, it's kind of my superpower to take kooky things and make them work out. But I've been feeling very creative in here. So uh, one of my madcap schemes is around actually writing a movie script. That's right. We're going to talk more about this in the future. But um, there's one I'm actively working on, which is a mix between a disaster movie and a creature feature. Seriously, think about it. It's like earthquakes meets sharks. And tell me that's not kind of the bomb and uh, no, no, it's not Sharknado. Don't think about that. I mean, I am a fan of Sharknado. Um, not so much the ones that followed. I liked Sharknado actually before anyone else did. So suck it for those who think I just jumped on that bandwagon. But I love disaster movies. It's my very, very favorite of all the movie genres. And I do love a good creature feature too. So I'm working on a combination thereof. But... A movie script is a very intimidating thing to work on. So, as it turns out, as I was out there in the world, Zubida knows lots and lots of people. And one of my very good friends, Colin, um, I'll leave his last name off of here because I don't know if he really wants the whole world to know his full name or not. I haven't asked him. But he uh, does know that I was recording him. So, I mean, I guess there's some implicit permission there. But I was at Colin's house and uh, Colin has a buddy named Ray, who I've been hearing all about. And Ray is right here from Indiana, just like the rest of us. 
um, in case we've never mentioned it, Zubida's World comes to you from Indiana, the great state, the great Hoosier state of Indiana. Um, I myself am in the somewhat greater Indianapolis area. I actually live in a little town out in the county, but um, I definitely am in striking distance of Indianapolis. Most of my friends are there. I'm in Indianapolis a lot, so you'll be hearing... Really, we're going to talk about Indianapolis as it comes up, but I stray far, far from the topic. The topic here is that I met a man named Ray who lives in New Albany, which at one time was the state capital of Indianapolis. No more. Uh, the current state capital is Indianapolis, as I'm sure everyone listening knows. If you don't, well, there you are. You just learned something. Well, you should have learned something about the New Albany part, too. But anyway, that's not my point. My point is, is that Ray is a fellow Hoosier, and Ray has made three movies. That's right, three movies. So it was really cool to get a chance to talk to Ray and hear about, you know, his some of his movie-making stuff and everything. So what I want to do is share some clips out of that with you um, and introduce you to Ray. Uh, the first one I did was called um, the, let's see. Trying to remember because I'm really old. Um, it was the Flat Rock movies? Killer. I'll know. The first one, see, I read a book called Real the Deal, which was basically this guy that talked about how to make movies. And he said either do a courtroom drama or do a slasher movie because they're the simplest. He said a courtroom drama, you've got like a few people in a room and that's it. So you're good. He said, or you take six kids out in the woods and you cut them up with a machete. That's your choices because you know you don't have any money off. So I did um, The Flat Rock Killer, which is based on an urban legend from my neck of the woods about a guy who cut up some Boy Scouts, sort of. So we did this really low budget slasher movie. It was horrible and it did not work. Now, so, why was it horrible? It was horrible because um, I didn't have actors. I had one actor and five kids that wanted to be in a movie didn't have any money um all our special effects were just awful and yeah it was just it was just a complete abortion so yeah. wow an abortion yes, that's <laughs> wow but you get the error-ridden prototype out of the way do you know what i'm on. thinking of while you say this is that star I trek had... the original movie no <laughs> but... thank you yes <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, we had to do a film project for our history I mean, class. You mean and abortion. And our history class, so the group that I was with decided to do it on the Salem with Witch Trials. Yeah. And we filmed it in my parents' backyard. And, like, we chained our dog to a tree and we filmed... And then we had Barbies that like floated in water <laughs> to see if they would pass the water tests that witches. Oh. Yeah. This is what I'm reminded of. I have no idea what your movie it looked like. It wasn't that I'm quite there. But terrible. Yeah. 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 It was bad. By, by Hollywood standards, it was awful. <laughs> yeah. So, but then um, during my casting call for the first movie, these two big. You had a casting call. I want yeah. a casting call. Jugheaded. Big, thick bastards showed up who wanted to be in my movie so bad, but they were like 30 years old and they had absolutely no necks. They were, they looked like bouncers. <laughs> I know he's talking yes. about. <laughs> so they were like, we want to be in the movie. I'm like, no, no, no. I said, you guys are way too old. You know, you couldn't possibly pass for teenagers. But I was like, you know, I always wanted to do like a dark comedy about hitmen. So I said, I'm going to keep your contact information and I'll call you later. So a year after. Because you do have no one, neck. Yes. <laughs> 
So we did this dark comedy called Johnston and Lindsay about these two bumbling hitmen who kept missing the mark and the guy <laughs> and kept heads. getting away Those from Those two guys, yeah, yeah, I could still visit them. Yeah, visualize so, them. And, but, I mean, oh my gosh, it was bad too, but it was better Well, no, than wait the first a minute. One. It was, why was it bad as well? We had no money for anything. I mean, I'm talking like, you know, baloney out of a cooler out of the back of my car. And, you know, we I shot the whole movie for $2,000. That's all we had. Yeah, we actually, I bought a, let's see, what year was it? I think it was a 92 Lincoln town car. And we shot all the scenes where they drove around in yes. that car. And I bought an exact duplicate of it that didn't run. And we actually shot it with a machine gun. How much of your $2,000 budget was wrapped up in the two, <laughs> the two cars, Lincoln town cars? Bucks. Oh. And the machine gun was free, right? Yeah, the machine ammo? guns were free. Because I said, I got a car, I need people to shoot it. So two guys showed up with machine guns and shot the car. But we actually benefit of filming in Indiana. Yeah. You're like, well, we have not just one, but two people with automatic weapons, of course. We <laughs> actually took pictures of the real car in front of an alley. I got a buddy who runs a repo shop. We blew them up, and then I put those pictures on two by four frames, put the junk car in front of it, and we shot it. So you click back and forth, and you can't Whoa. tell. So it's it's all practical. It's actually yeah, it's, it's well done. It I have looks, to say, it looks decent. And in fact, I mean, a couple of people said. You guys were behind the car while they were shooting it. I mean, it looked that decent. So, wow. yeah, that was the only good part about that movie. I thought the movie was good. I mean, it, it, it's yeah, but the I mean, guys it, like, act. You, uh, right. Well, yeah, but I mean, you you probably see all the warts. But I mean, you watch the movie and you're like, yeah, that's not a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I sent it into a couple of film festivals. One guy wrote me back. He said, you know, it reminds me of uh, Quentin Tarantino without any of the talent or the intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes. And your third movie? Was Queens of the Dead, which was about two gay guys trapped in their bar by the zombie apocalypse. Nice. Yeah. So if I'm listening to Zubita's World right now, <laughs> and when I watch one of your movies, how do I make that happen? You can't. None of them got distribution, so they're not available. Not even like if I managed to know who made the podcast and she called her friend who... Introduce me to like Ray. Like, they're not even on YouTube? You just don't no. spoil... I mean, because you can theoretically make money on no, YouTube. No, you've got to remember that I used real music in my movies. Oh, that's I right. You were pay, telling me about this, like to having pay, to license the music. Yes, I had to pay my licensing fees, and they're only good for a year because I could only afford to buy the festival rights. Oh, how much was the festival rights? Uh, the festival rights for Queens came to approximately $4,000. Well, this is really sad that nobody's going to get to appreciate the genius of Ray yeah. ever again. That's all right. Well, he also has <laughs> a, a bunch of books. Can you, like, cut? Yeah, he does have a, a number of published books, too. Yeah. Can you just, like, cut out the music and then, then publish them to then YouTube the, or whatever? He wrote yeah, one in four then, weeks yeah, straight the COVID. Sucks. Oh, really? Sucks, yeah. About zombies.
So there you are, ladies and gentlemen. Ray from New Albany. Filmmaker who was once categorized as Tarantino without the intelligence or the wit. Frankly, I think it's kind of awesome that a film festival took the time to ding him officially in a letter and in a way that honestly makes for a really cool story. Um, if it were me, I mean, I don't know. Zubida, somebody says something like that to me and I'm going to be like, hello, all I heard was Tarantino. But, you know, obviously he takes it with good humor because he shared it with us. Um, he's an amazing man. 11 books. Those are out there if you want to read them. If you're interested, you should let me know. I think zombies feature heavily into a lot of race projects. Or if you're just sitting around on, you know, a few thousand dollars and you're like, yeah, man, I would love to make a movie or to back somebody that made a movie. Well, here is your chance. I think, though, what our lesson is, is that we got to not put in there music that actually exists out there in the world. We need to find somebody to create music for us. As it just works out, we know lots of people who make music. That little musical bridge you just heard there, what I have labeled in my files as weird peppy musical bridge, was actually composed. I paid for it to be composed um, by a very wonderful, talented musician from Indianapolis named Diana Davis. She's amazing. She plays like every instrument known to man um, and is just talented. She's in a lot of different bands. You should go out there and Google her, look her up. Definitely worth a look. But I think what you're starting to do is get the theme here of Zubida's World, the new relaunch of Zubida's World. It's not just about me, although I'm, I'm freaking cool, um, but it's about the people I know, which are all, all of them are way cool too. And I like the idea of highlighting out there strange and cool people from the state of Indiana. Um, yeah, we're a strange bunch. You know, you always get these, I don't know, you hear about like the weird people out in California or Portland, Oregon, you know, keep Portland weird or Atlanta's so hip or, oh, those people from New York City, blah, blah, blah. All I'm saying is, is that nobody ever says that kind of cool shit about Indianapolis and they really kind of should because there's a lot of things going on here. There's a lot of really talented people, very interesting people, weird people. And I think that you know, it's my duty to introduce them out to you and cool things to do in a round and about. So definitely a theme of this podcast episode, definitely a theme of future podcast episodes. Um, I hope you enjoy it greatly. And as I look at the timer, good golly, Miss Molly, somehow, some way, I have managed to work up to almost 20 minutes of material in the first episode of Zubita's World. I hope it wasn't too rough for you. Um, Honestly, you know, whenever you take a break from something and you get back into it, there's a little bit of fits and starts and pauses, hesitations, doubt. But at the end of the day, I feel really good about this, and I hope you do too. I hope you think to yourself, yeah, man, I'm going to listen to that Zubita's world in the future, and I'm going to tell other people to do it too. Now, other people may think me stupid and not thank me for that recommendation, but I don't care because I'm a, my own person. So I'm going to tell them anyway. Wow, that was a little bizarro sidebar I just went off on. I'm not really sure brought anything to this, but, you know, whatever. 
I, you know, that's what you get from Zuba This World. That's all I'm saying. If you want to talk to me, um, I would love to talk to you. Oh, my goodness gracious. And um, there are several ways to track Zubita down. Um, one way is for you to, if you manage to get this podcast from iTunes or from Podbean, on uh, both platforms I am available. There are always ways to leave comments. I encourage you to like this podcast, follow this podcast, favorite this podcast, leave comments about this podcast, good or bad. I will definitely get back to you unless you're just really mean. And then, I mean, why would I do that? Um, but, you know, constructive criticism, yeah, I'll take it all day long. Also, you can find me on Twitter. Um, you know, the old at sign and then Zubida's World. There's no apostrophe. It's just Z-U-B-I-D-A-S-W-O-R-L-D. If you go on to Facebook, there's also a Zubida's World on Facebook. I believe I do use an apostrophe there. But if that doesn't work, just Facebook, www slash, no, no, www.facebook.com slash Zubita's World, all one word, no apostrophe. I believe that gets me there too. I haven't posted for a while, but I'm going to start again. Um, we talked about my brand new studio setup. I'm going to post all kinds of pictures on the Zubita's World Facebook page for you to see exactly what I'm talking about and be like, yes, that is a badass setup. Zubita, your studio is the bomb. I am really super impressed. Or you could say what my friend said when I showed them, which was, do you actually know how to work that crap? Which is also a valid question. But I'm dying to hear from you. Um, if you want to be on the Zubita's World podcast, we can make that happen. Let me know, too. I would love to feature a listener, especially a listener that I've never, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, some of my friends are listeners. And by the way, only some of my friends. I mean, how funny is that, that, like, like, a small handful of people listen and the rest of them are like, yeah. And then I get all the kinds of excuses like, well, I'm not really into podcasts or your podcast isn't very good. Or, um, they don't actually say that second part. They just dance around it. So I don't know it, but I know what they mean. Actually, my friends are the bomb. You went, you heard by the way was, is there was also a third voice that you heard on that Ray clip. Um, that third voice was Regan. So as you keep all the characters straight in Zubita's world, you've met Ray, you've met Colin, you've met Regan. You'll meet many more in the future. Um, maybe people will meet you. You don't know. But you can find me on iTunes. You can find me on Podbean. You can find me on Facebook, and you can find me on Twitter. I might even have an Instagram account. Um, check Zubita's world there as well. It's hard to say. But we'll get back on into it. But I can't thank you all enough for taking time out of your busy, busy schedules to invite me on in. And I look forward to bringing you engaging content in the future as well. So peace out. <laughs>